My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 184, and today I'm getting personal and transparent with you, and we're talking all about why you don't need to make worrying one of your service packages. Guys, this is kind of a big topic, and I wanted to dive into it because I know that a lot of us worry about our businesses, and it's not good. It doesn't help us as humans, it doesn't help our businesses grow, and in fact, it can really stagnate the growth of business. So we need to talk about this. But before I get into that, I just want to say that this episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. So if you're looking for a professional client workflow that can be automated and smooth and professional, then you need to check out HoneyBook. Go to HoneyBook.com and use code SOCIALITE for 50% off your first year. All right, guys, story time. So emails don't often make me cry my eyes out, but this one did back in 2016. I was standing in my living room about to leave for dinner with my husband, and I had the urge to check my work email just one more time, you know, real lack of boundaries. (laughs) And the email that I received was one that I was absolutely dreading, and it said, sorry, but we need to cancel our project with you. When I read that, I felt the tears immediately burning against my eyelids, and I tried to tell myself that it was okay, it was going to be fine, but honestly, it just wasn't, okay? It wasn't okay, I wasn't okay, and I looked up and I saw my husband eyeing me, and he looked really protective, and he was just like, Katie, it's okay, there are going to be other clients, and I just basically started bawling my eyes out, and I was like, but this was the client whose project had moved my income into something real. I was really somebody. I was about to make a full-time income because of this client, and now they're gone. Now, that was back in 2016, and a lot has changed since then, but up until that point, business had been really, really hard for me, and the growth had been so painfully slow. That new client had come out of nowhere, and they had been a perfect fit, and while their reason for ending the project had absolutely nothing to do with me, I honestly still felt rejected. And that's when I realized something awful had happened in my business. I had started placing 100% of my worth on my revenue. And the object of my peace had become the number in my bank account. Now, while this story does actually have a happy ending and a really good next chapter, I want to sit in this difficult place with you today. This episode of The Kate Show is for any designer, stager, window pro, or organizer who feels like she'll never be successful or the success she has won't last, or will be taken away from her. Now, for those of you who might not have these concerns, you will find camaraderie in this very personal, transparent episode. So, if you are not yet following The Kate Show, you need to do that wherever you get your podcasts. We're pretty much all over the place now. And if you're looking for another good podcast, you should check out The Design Network, because it's a podcast collective on all things design, from doing the work to crunching the numbers to marketing your design firm. Go to designnetwork.org for that. All right, before we get into the episode, I do want to give a little shout out to someone who emailed me recently. Her name is Christine Shepard, and she gave me permission to share her email because, you know, I save emails all the time that you guys send to me that just like light up my day. It just means the world to me. I'm pretty sure it's because my love language is words of affirmation, but also like what business owner doesn't like to hear good, happy things from her people. So this is what Christine said. 
She said, I am so happy with my website and I've gotten so many wonderful compliments. Business is growing like crazy. Please know that I'm sincerely grateful to you and your team for sharing your talents with me to grow my business and put my best foot forward. I'm truly over the moon happy with it all. Christine, thank you for that. We love working with you. All right, guys, now let's get into the episode, Why You Don't Need to Make Worry One of Your Service Packages. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. After losing that big client on that very depressing evening, I hung my head in shame the following Monday, trying to convert my fear into anger, which is always my go-to, by the way, and trying to get back into conquering the world, being tough. But to be honest, I was a timid warrior. I was serving clients to the utmost, all while feeling stuck and insignificant, and it seemed like nothing was taking off the way it should. I knew other female entrepreneurs had launched their business around the same time I did, and they were making six figures a year already. I was making maybe a few grand per month, and that was before overhead and taxes. I felt physically ill every time I checked my email or my bank account, because even though neither were empty, I irrationally expected them to be. I clung to negative feedback and almost instantly forgot about the new leads and the happy clients that I already had. My perspective was so warped. I thought, someday I'm making X amount a year and I'll be so happy, I'll be so confident, and I just tried to envision what that day would look like and what it would feel like. And, well, someday showed up both slowly and abruptly. Nothing, and then all at once. Because just a few months after that depressing evening, the hard work and the lessons learned from many mistakes actually did start to pay off. And to be honest, God blessed my business. He made the strategy side of marketing suddenly click in my brain. Like, I kid you not, one morning I woke up and I actually felt like a light switch had been flipped in my brain. When my business reached and then exceeded the revenue markers that I had only hoped for, I realized it was oddly underwhelming. I didn't feel any different about myself. I still struggled with the same things, confidence, placing my worth on things that changed too easily, and honestly, that resulted in my fear-based perspective remaining firmly implanted in my business. And when I really started to unpack this after making myself miserable for really no reason at all, I realized my worry around my business and my paranoia around not being seen as valuable to my clients all boiled down to one very inconvenient truth. Gotta love those inconvenient truths. I thought I was a goddess in my own right, which honestly puts a ridiculous amount of pressure on anyone, myself included, because behind the curtain of my humility sat a very prideful version of myself, one that thought she could make herself valuable and force success into her business as though all of that were completely under my control. I wasn't chasing the dollar. I was chasing value. And here's the thing. Worry is pride wearing Prada. Worry stems from an attempt to control and from a lack of faith in anything other than ourselves. Because we have limitations as human beings, you might see why worrying about your business is just a useless strategy. If anything, it holds us back as a professional. And I can promise you, never 
once did I ever get through a situation and think, wow, I'm so glad I worried about that. The worry really added to the greatness of that experience. But I digress. As many of you know, I am a Bible-believing Christian, and I want to share some things with you on the topic of worry and how it relates to business and life. And for those of you who are like, oh, skip ahead, skip ahead, just hear me out. We don't have to agree on all the things, but if we ever lose the ability to hear someone who disagrees with us, then we've really gone downhill. Um, And that said, I listen to a lot of people who do not believe what I believe, and I think it's very interesting. So I'm asking you, just hear me out, okay? Okay. The Bible says that perfect love casts out fear, and also says that who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Worrying does nothing but waste energy, it distracts us from the good in the moment, and it potentially ruins the success that is headed our way. Worry is the fastest way to destroy a business. Now, even though I'd grown up hearing these messages, I seemed to have completely blanked them out when I started my business. To top it off, I'd forgotten something else that God had said, and I quote, Because you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you. End quote. Well, there is the confidence I was looking for. Being loved unconditionally by someone who will never give up, and then living my life in accordance to whatever my calling is. That's the best antidote to self-esteem that is just way too low. So my question for you guys is this. Do you ever worry like it's your job? Do you secretly think the services page of your website should say something like, I offer design, staging, organizing, and professional worrying (laughs) to the tri-state area? When I operated my business from a place of paranoia, I did things that wasted so much money. I ran ads on social media and Google without the slightest bit of a sales funnel in place, and then I wondered, bizarrely, why none of it worked. I took every client who came my way, even ones that were like flat-out abusive. I mean, it was a bad situation. I signed advertising contracts that left me paying out money every month for things that were clearly not bringing me any new clients. Basically, I was just guessing and not thinking. And here's why. Fear is an emotion that clouds judgment, all while parading itself around to look like logic and reason. And that's why I say worry is pride wearing Prada. It looks like one thing, but it's actually another. As you make decisions in your business, whether you're trying to figure out how to market yourself or how to manage your money, you have to step away from the emotional side of it or it's going to cripple you. If your life's calling includes running your business and you don't hold yourself back, your business will be successful. Now, it won't be easy and it won't be instant, but it will succeed. And that's a fact that you can count on. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by your website. Wait, what? Is this right? Yes, your website emailed The Kate Show and did it by itself, by the way. Okay. And like asked me to tell you something. Your website said it really needs a tune-up, maybe even a complete makeover. It feels bad that it can't send you more clients, and it wants to make it right with you. Oh, poor website. Seriously, though, if you're ready for your website to make you look professional and attract the right clients, you need to take action. Go to katethesocialite.com to check out our beautiful website templates. They're really easy to customize, and we even tell you exactly what you should say on each page of your website so that you can start speaking directly to your ideal client while also having better SEO. Go to katethesocialite.com to pick the website design that's right for you. 
Now that I've had a little bit more experience on the roller coaster ride of entrepreneurship, I'm actually thankful my business didn't explode right away. I didn't have the wisdom of experience, and hey, I'm still working on that part, believe me. And I honestly could have easily trashed a good thing without even realizing it, just because I was ignorant, honestly, <laughs> young and ignorant. I often think about what my business coach said to me during one of our video meetings when I was really going through that hard time. She told me, be blessable. Now, it's easy to say. It's difficult to do. But if we can have fear without reason, can't we also trust without evidence, at least for a little while? I'm not sure which one of you listening right now needs to hear this, but I'm going to say it. So listen up. Don't give up on your business yet. I know you're discouraged. I know there are many things happening beyond your control, but focus on what you can control. Take responsibility for your own emotions. Once you've gotten those emotions reined in, you might be surprised what new responsibilities head your way, in the form of success. Be ready by taking care of the tasks in front of you right now and don't worry about what's coming, good or bad. For those of you who are listening and reading the show notes or whatever, I know, like I said earlier, I know we don't all have the same perspective on life and business and faith, and that's okay. I embrace that. And I just want to tell you two things. First of all, this episode might seem on the preachy side, and it's okay if you think that. Totally cool. I want you to always have the freedom to believe whatever you want. Second, and this is for everyone listening, here is a promise that God made in the book of Malachi, which actually is the name of one of my brothers, by the way. To give you some context, God was trying to teach his people to trust him, but they, much like all of us today, were resistant and scared and suspicious, and it didn't really matter how many times God showed up for them and had their back. They were still like, oh, but what about this? Oh, but what about that? <laughs> you know? And when I read that, I'm like, good grief, what's wrong with these people? But then I look at my own life and I'm like, oh, how many times has God gotten me out of things? And I'm still like, oh no, what about this? Maybe he can't do this. And it's like, well, yes, he can. Good grief. How many times do I have to learn that lesson? But regardless, here was God's response to try to get these people to understand that they should trust him and how much more beautiful their lives would be as a result. By the way, this, the following that I'm about to read to you has been hanging in my office since March 2020. And you all know that March 2020, some big stuff went down and I was definitely looking for reassurance. And I found it. So here's what it says. Test me in this. See if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out for you blessing without measure. I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruits of your land and the vine in your field will not fail to produce fruit. That's a really big promise made by a really big God. And that is something that I can put my trust in. And when there is trust, there is love. And where there is love, there is no more room for fear. And that also means that I have to step off my throne because I've never had control over all of this anyway. So I'm really preaching to myself more than I'm preaching to you guys. But this is something that has just been impressed upon me talk about. And I just want to thank all of you for listening, even if perhaps you didn't sign up for hearing anything about the Bible today. <laughs> I very much appreciate you at least hearing me out. But now let's talk about the three things that you should be doing instead of worrying. So here's some brass tacks, actionable things you can do. We've already taken a deep dive into the mindset. We've looked at the big picture, which is what we need to do. And now let's get started with step number one. Learn how to manage your money. 
even if you're not making a lot of it right now. I firmly believe the home industry actually puts too much emphasis on marketing and not enough on money management, and it's going to be so hard for your business to grow, even if you have good marketing, if you have no idea how to properly allocate the money that's already in your bank account, even if it's $2 or 200000 or $2 million. Now, if you aren't sure why you would need to know how to manage your money or why that really matters, those are two very good signs that you need to do some homework here. And I do actually have a suggested resource for you. My former business coach, Michelle Williams, has this really great course called Understanding Your Financials. It's all online, so you can take it whenever it's convenient for you, but I have it linked in the show notes. Otherwise, you could go to scarletthreadconsulting.com and then just look under resources and then click on courses. It's really informative and it's helpful to a lot of people who are like, I like what I do in my business, but I don't like the business side of business and I don't understand numbers, therefore I don't look at them, therefore I never know if my business is really successful or not. I just know that I'm either really busy or not busy, you know? So we shouldn't be running our business from a place of confusion and understanding your financials will really help. Step number two, treat your business as though it's already a household name. When you look at your business from this perspective, does your first impression convey a legacy brand or a DIY brand? Get the new logo or the website if you need it. Get the sales funnel if you don't already have one. Treat your business today with the professionalism it will demand a decade from now. Maybe that means you get new photos of yourself, update your bio, speak directly to your ideal clients, be professional. In some ways, your success can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you want to be successful tomorrow, start acting like it today. The suggested resource I have for this, by the way, like if you need branding especially, would be Jula Paper Co. And that would be found at julapaper.co. And I send all our branding clients over to Jula Paper because they are amazing. It's run by Jill, and I've had her on the podcast. It's probably been over a year now. But she works with all our branding clients and turns out beautiful work left and right. So I highly recommend her. The third thing you should do is stop wasting time with trendy marketing. Instead of spending five hours a week creating an Instagram reel or going down a social media black hole every day, just step away. These things will not grow your business. When you do these things, you're actually serving the social media platform and not your business. Social media does not have your back. I mean, that's just the fact of it. They want to sell ads, they want you to purchase ads from them. In essence, Social media is free because, well, eventually someone's going to buy you or you're going to buy them. You're going to pay to get in front of the audience. You're essentially buying the audience. And right now, social media does look like a very shiny marketing tactic, but it's just not very effective for the home industry, especially if you're doing custom interior design or you're serving a higher-end clientele. At that point, the not-so-shiny marketing tactics like email and blogging and SEO are going to be far more valuable. Now, if you're selling product and you're going to sell it on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, that's fine. I'm not saying that doesn't work, but I'm talking about the custom service-based industry within the home industry. So you're not trying to be the next pottery barn or restoration hardware. You're trying to be the next luxury designer or the next luxury organizer in your area or maybe around the world. I mean, who knows? I'm not going to put a cap on what you can be. But you have to understand what's going to get you there and what's not so that you can allocate your time and your money accordingly. 
Now, obviously, for marketing, my suggested resource would be Socialite Vault. Obviously, you guys know I'm a little biased because that's my platform, but it has helped hundreds of home professionals around the world scale their businesses, and I've got the testimonials to prove it. So, if you are ready to take the next step, you know where to go, socialitevault.com. Guys, it's time to convert all this nervous energy that you might have around your business into productivity and not into paranoia. When times get tough, that is not a sign you should quit. It's a sign that you need to roll up your sleeves and do this thing. Now, there's no shame in growing slowly or in working a part-time job while you also run your business. And honestly, there's also no shame in completely stepping away from your business if you realize it just wasn't your calling. But don't take that decision lightly. It's a big deal. Either way, be committed to what you decide. Walk away with your head held high or brace yourself like a football player and run toward what scares you because these are the big games now. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next week, keep your marketing simple and your message clear, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.